You try to escape, but it's everywhere you turn, stalking you, watching you, infecting every classroom across the globe, and all the liberal arts majors in the world are powerless to stop it. It's STEM! Hey there, Nightwalkers. It's your host, Matt Shoemaker, and on this episode of The Objective, I'm going to share a strategy straight out of the social studies classroom that doesn't run from STEM, but lets it know that humanities ain't scared of nothing. the education podcast about engaging and content-rich strategies for the history classroom with a dose of material culture and teaching with objects. Today, I'd like to share with you one of my favorite projects of the year, the Colonial Invention Convention, or hashtag InventCon. This project started about three years ago with my History Lab students. Now, History Lab is a kind of honors course that um, our STEM teacher and I created, which combines the social studies with the STEM disciplines. So as we were planning, uh, we were having a difficult time coming up with STEM-rich activities for the section on the colonial region. So when we look at New England and the middle and the southern region, we just we had a, a really difficult time trying to figure out how to stem that up. But after we sent up and shot down several ideas, we came back to design thinking. So what was a problem that was faced by colonists within each region, and how could students solve that problem? So we had the basic direction of our project, but we needed a little more design thinking ourselves before we landed on the current iteration of the idea. So the way it works is that students work in small challenge teams to invent something that would solve a problem specific to one of the three colonial regions. Now those inventions would then be prototyped and presented to their classmates, the audience, and a group of potential investors or problem solvers or time lords. The semantics have changed over time, but it's usually administration, teachers, people from the community. Um, so it's set up a little bit like uh, a TED Talk. It's part TED Talk, part Shark Tank, um, and it's a lot of fun. So. There are some specific things that we require for the invention. Now, I hesitate to use the word require because we do try to leave voice and choice up to the students in this project. And so we try to emphasize to them that, yes, there are some specific requirements, but there's plenty of, of wiggle room to make it their own, and we encourage them to do that. So the things that we require, we say that the invention has to be for the chosen colonial region. So when they present, we should not have to guess what region it's supposed to be from. And going along with that, the invention has to solve an actual problem that existed in that chosen region. So if you have a machine that digs up rocks from the soil to make the soil better for farming, that's great if you're in New England. But if you chose the middle colonies with all of this beautiful, rich, fertile soil, that's not a good connection there. The invention also has to show evidence of design thinking. We want students to identify the problem, why it's a problem, how they're going to solve it, and then we want to see evidence of change and adaptation throughout the process. And that is really just through our observation, through walking around, through listening to students, through having one-on-one -on -one discussion with, with challenge teams. Uh, that's how we assess that. Now, the invention also must have been able to be built using materials available 
at the time and technology available at the time. So we like to let the kids get into brainstorming for about a day or two and then we like to spring that on them. So uh, we were worried at first that it was going to totally derail everything that they were doing, but actually um, they rose to the process pretty well overall and it just you know gives them a little bit of historical contextualization and um, you know it's really fantastic and we've even had kids uh, you know in discussions they've said well no but you know mercantilism we would have to send this off to get this made and sent back so I thought Ooh, mind blown that is fantastic um, we also encourage students to incorporate technology and I know you're like stem has to be technology. No, it does not. STEM is more of a mindset rather than just this collection of technological tools. So we've had kids go old school and create in Legos and in cardboard and it's been fantastic. Uh, but a lot of kids tend to go the tech route and we've had kids use Lego robotics, Vex robotics, Makey Makeys, 3D printing, they've created things on scratch. So, you know, leave that up to them and they'll give you what, what they're able to do and what they want to explore. So some final materials that they have to present to us include their prototype, the presentation, and then they have to include a sketch of the invention drawn to scale with dimensions. And then we want to see original research. We just don't want to see a copy of something else. Now, the presentation, we take a little more hands-off approach, and we do not give any requirements. Uh, we give some guidelines, and those are real general. Start by making your audience care. Explain your idea clearly with conviction. Describe your, uh, your evidence about how and why your idea should be implemented. Uh, end by describing how your idea could affect the audience if they were to accept it. And find a landing point in the conclusion that's going to leave the audience feeling positive about the idea's chance for success. So you want to see smiles on the investors' faces. You want your audience to clap for you, to cheer for you. You want them to be behind this idea. So some things that we've had invented, um, I mean, in New England, we had a group that read about a, a whaling disaster, and they thought, well, you know what? That's really dangerous to go from a big boat to a smaller boat to go chase the whale, to harpoon, to try to drag the whale back. And so they created a boat with a split hull where they could get as close to the whale as possible, maybe not entirely over it, but closer and then they had this intricate system of, of decks and rigging between the two holes where they would actually go down, um, kill the whale, and then butcher the whale right there. And it was this whole big thing, and it was fantastic. Uh, we've had kids look at Washington in the South, and, you know, he struggled with enslaving all of these persons, but yet he also wanted high production numbers and to keep that bottom line low and to keep the money coming in. So they created a harvesting machine for wheat so that Washington could free large numbers of his enslaved persons and still continue to make money. Um, in the middle region, we talked about yellow fever and we've had students who created a mobile containment unit for those infected with yellow fever. In New England, we've had a plow with a rake-like contraption to remove rocks from the soil while plowing. Uh, in the south, we've had an automated tobacco drying shed and a hogshead packer, again, to try to alleviate some of the need for enslaved individuals. So what we've you know, taken away from this project is that STEM and the humanities can coexist together, and they can make each other better. 
and you know it, it gave us a lot more ease and made us a lot more comfortable with letting loose of the reins and letting kids kind of take control on issues and, and to share their creativity and they've really created some fantastic things that I never I never would have thought of. So over at the blog, liveamericanhistory.blogspot.com, I've posted the handout, the grading rubric, and the link to the site that I use for my classes. And then there's a few pictures of machines that students have created throughout the years. So I would encourage you to visit there and, and to thank you for tuning in to The Objective. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter at M underscore Shoemaker. That's M underscore S-H-O-M-A-K-E-R. And find us on SoundCloud. And remember, STEM is not a dirty word as long as you show it who's boss. Talk to you next time. Bye.